Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright. Broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right. Up next.
situation room of his lakefront chateau he's bringing a little color to the voice of minnesota sports talk and worldwide his mama calls him vince but you can call him governor and by way of executive order he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right what's going on everybody vince Wright. thank you thank you thank you it's been a minute it has been a minute people What's going on, everybody? I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live for the very first time from the new governor's mansion here in the Twin Cities. Uh, Very happy to be in a new spot. Move went great for the most part, except waking up to, uh, what, about five inches of fresh snow on the ground. But, ah, yeah, I see the bear avatars coming in here. (laughs) Anyway, um... Oh, Big L. Uh, yeah, I may owe him a avi bet. Anyway, folks, Vince Wright, the sports governor, live and direct on Sports Done Right from the new governor's mansion. A little further east than the old one, but we are doing very well. Thank you for popping in here, everybody, in our Spreaker.com chat room. Man, lots to get into. We got some good music tonight as well. Let me first welcome the the queen of the 305. We got two beautiful ladies joining us tonight right off the bat in the Spreaker.com chat room. The lovely Miss Mocha Bella, as always. What is going on, Miss Mocha? Appreciate you coming through. The one and only Miss Shelley B is in the house. What's up, Miss Shelley B? 
And she gets the bell because when you see Shelly's avatar, you're definitely going to need to get back to your corner. Big L in the house. That's right from Arkansas. The one and only Big L up in the building. What up, sir? He's uh, what does he say here again in the sports done right chat room? Yo, Minnesota's $84 million man was not enough for the Mac. Man, $90 million man. Fag, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we are definitely going to get into it. Got a good article on Kirk Cousins here. Uh, so Big L has joined us. Big Mike out to Eden Prairie on the Twitter sphere. Gov, where you been? Glad to hear you back. Appreciate that, sir. We've been moving, homie. We've been moving. Bear Avi, oh, it's coming, it's coming. Want to say what up to H-Rap, H-Rap being the house, the end of the bench podcast. Make sure you follow him on Spreaker.com as well. And again, folks, this is a podcast. That's right. Check us out, xsquadaffiliates.com, Spreaker.com as well. RC with the Avi, the Bear Avi, even though RC is a Minnesota Vikings fan from Duluth, Minnesota. Want to say what up to my Minnesota Mafia brother. Appreciate that. Uh, Jelani, make sure you guys go check out Jelani's page and make sure you donate. Jelani is doing a great job. And Jelani, I'll definitely have my donation in here at the end of the week when a brother gets paid. But um, folks, make sure you check out Jelani's page, The Wait a Minute Show. He's doing another collection for the kids. This holiday season, he raised over $1,000 last year. He is up the goal this year to $2,000. So, everybody, let's make sure that not only we help him meet that goal, let's make sure that we help Jelani exceed that goal as well. That's right. Good job, Jelani. Good job, brother. All right, folks, who else we got popping in here? I want to welcome Miss Sarah from South Minneapolis over there. She's chilling, as she says. Gov, good to hear you back on the airwaves. I live over by Lake Hiawatha and enjoy your show. Thought I'd finally hit you up on Twitter. Thank you, Miss Sarah in South Minneapolis. The greatest from South Central here in the Spreaker.com chat room on Sports Done Right. What up, sir? Also... Big Ben, BS3 Sports and Music Show out of Dallas, Texas. Big Ben is often imitated, never duplicated. When it comes to running the show, that man is top-notch. So what up to BS3? And everybody, again, make sure Jelani's Wait a Minute Show. Check out his Facebook page, um, Jelani Bodie, and um, just donate. Give what you can, whether it's a dollar, two dollars, ten, fifty. Do what you can, people. All right, let's get to it. Vikings are in trouble. Yep, we're starting right off with the Vikings, getting right into it tonight. All your NFL news in the chat room. Uh, We're going to be reading lots of chat tonight, people, so make sure if you got something to say, if you got a question, make sure it gets in their chat room. And by the way, folks, you can also call in. I'll get that number in our chat room and out on Twitter. And that phone number is 651-968. 0124 again 651-968-0124 if you want to get through on the gov's official red phone so we get a game that was flexed the other night 
And those Minnesota Vikings, who I picked, by the way, to win by a touchdown. Didn't happen. (laughs) It just didn't happen. Uh, Kirk Cousins, we're going to get into the lack of an offensive line. We're going to get into... um, just all kinds of nonsense with the with the Vikings, who, by the way, scoreless in the first half, three points through three quarters. Tried to do a little something in that fourth quarter, but we know what happened there. Go through a couple stats for you here. Now, here, now listen to this, Vikings fans and people listening to your sports governor from the great state of Minnesota, Vince, right here. Dalvin Cook, nine carries, 12 yards. Latavius Murray, four carries for five yards. Um, That's a 1.2 yard (laughs) average. Kirk Cousins even got in in the mix, one rush for five yards. And that's your rushing game. With Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray, who have shown you what they can do. The rushing game had seven, well, just between our two running backs, 17 yards. 22 yards overall. Rushing, you got to be kidding me! Now everybody got in on the receiving side because Stephon Diggs, you know, he had 126 yards. You know, show we all know what Diggs and Thielen can do. Thielen had 66 yards on seven catches himself. Diggs had a touchdown. Aldrick Robinson had a couple catches. Chad Beebe, son of the infamous Don Beebe. Uh, Buffalo Bill fame, who went from practice squad here in Minnesota to now on the team, had a catch for 18 yards. I'd like to see him being used a little bit more. Uh, dude supposedly is a is a great route runner. We'll see. Laquan Treadwell had a catch, <laughs> a catch for seven yards. Um, Amir Abdullah, who is the latest pickup for the Vikings, had a catch for 10 yards as well. Dalvin Cook had three catches and somehow wound up with minus two yards there. So, um, I don't know. It was just the, uh, the Vikings couldn't get anything going. RC says Cousins was chucking and ducking all night. Chicago shot out the running or shut the running game down. They sure did. Um, the greatest in the house. Um, if I didn't, oh, I got the greatest girl. Okay. I just want to make sure I welcomed everybody here. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, one of those games where it just, you get that feeling, you get that feeling that, you know, it it just ain't going to go your way. You get that feeling that man, it just didn't seem no matter what they do. And all of a sudden, the Vikings are are down pretty much out of it. But yet in that fourth quarter, and I guess I got to give them a little bit of credit for hanging in there. They found a way to get some points on the board and, you know, kind of make it a little interesting after really being dominated the first three quarters of the game. Right? So, very disappointing loss here, man. Um, I mean, there's really just no two ways about it. It, It's just very disappointing. RC 
in our chat room here. Let me get his comments up on the monitor. But nothing deep from the wide receivers, all short passes. Cousins missed digs on a long TD. He overthrew him by at least five yards. Cousins has to hit that one. you damn right. When you're making $90 million guaranteed, you better hit a whole lot of uh, wide open passes. And I get it. Offensive line, disappointing. But, again, there there were opportunities there. And RC's right. It was a lot of uh, uh, short, ducky-type passes. A um, couple looks deep. Didn't really work out. Um, let me get some Mitch Trubisky. Whoops, hold on here. And, by the way, Kirk Cousins was 30 for 46, 262 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Trubisky, on the other hand, he was 20 of 31. An efficient, as they like to say, 165 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Jordan Howard rushed for 63 yards. None of the Bears running backs did a whole lot. Um, the next leading rusher for them was actually Mitch Trubisky with 43 yards on 10 carries. No, no running back scored. Uh, on the receiving end, Anthony Miller got a touchdown. He had a couple catches for 25 yards. Taylor Gabriel had 52 yards on seven catches. And Allen Robinson, their other main threat, had three catches for 39 yards. Um, over under on this, I think my friend was, I think he got it at 42 and a half. So, unfortunately, that late score lost him some money. What up, James, out there in the Phoenix, Arizona area? I want to say what up to you. Big game, James, one of my homies. Um, doing the do out there. So just disappointing, man. Vikings five four and one. The Bears now go to seven and three, and you know, <laughs> I mean the Bears. You know, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it if Chicago would be leading this division right now, and and really, honestly, looking like the hands on favorite because. The rest of the division just kind of mired in muck. Again, the Packers lost, lost so now they're four, five, and one. And obviously, we're going to get into the Packer Vikings pregame here in just a moment. And then the Lions out there just being the Lions at four and six, you know, just kind of playing spoiler at this point. But division games are always tough. Um, before I continue with the Vikings again, I want to welcome some new listeners who've checked in through Twitter. Want to say what up? Uh, who do we got here? Who was that? That was Ken in Chicago. Big Ken. Ah, West Side. Thank you, brother. Hey, what's up, Ken? Sports Governor of Minnesota welcomes you aboard. He says, huge Bears fan came upon your show on Spreaker and enjoying it, even though our Bears kicked your ass. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Quite simply. Um, all right. Let's see here. Just going to go through the rest of the, the divisions here before we continue on with the Vikings talk here. Again, this is Vince Wright, the sports governor. This is a little show called Sports Done Right, usually on Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time here out of the great state of Minnesota, the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. I am your duly elected by the way, duly elected, votes are all tallied up, and the Gov takes 100% of the vote. 
Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Patriots on top of the AFC East. Chiefs. And, and what a hell of a game last night. Chiefs and Rams out in Los Angeles. Glad it was in L.A. as opposed to Mexico City with that horrible field that they were going to try and make them cats play on. Um, that wasn't going to work. So, um, you know, glad that it came to L.A. What a phenomenal game. Who knew that these guys were going to, I need a recount. Big L, sit your ass down. <laughs> sit your ass down. You get no recount. You're an Arkansas citizen, but of course, being from Arkansas, trying to pull some of them shady Bill Clinton deals on the side. And please, Gov was duly elected. Votes counted 100% legit. In the words of the immortal MC Hammer, too legit to quit, brother. Too legit to quit. <laughs> All right. Oh, and real quick, folks, another thing I wanted to tell you about. I wanted to say what up to Matt and Justin. I'm doing a new podcast with them on the Beer Belly Sports Network here out of Minnesota. Uh, it's it's a great show. The three of us, roundtable style, talking about all things Minnesota. Beer Belly Sports. Make sure you follow Beer Belly on Spreaker as well as Facebook, too. Uh, I'll have more information about that show in a little bit as well. Um, so yes, the Chiefs now nine and two. Chargers, the surprising Los Angeles. I guess we got to call them Los Angeles Chargers at seven and three. Uh, Steelers in the AFC North, and yeah, what what a win they get. They're now at seven and two. Everybody else kind of lagging behind. Ravens, Bengals, and obviously the Browns. We take it down to the AFC South. The Texans just kind of sitting there at a 7-3 and three pace. Nobody really talking about them, taking them seriously. And I think the Houston Texans kind of like that. So um, the Colts are 5-5, five and five, Titans 5-5, five and five, Jaguars trying to play football. Washington, and man, prayers up to Alex Smith on that horrible leg break that was actually in the to the day when Theismann it broke his leg and I think they said it was almost like on the same yard line even I mean just some crazy nonsense but prayers to to Alex Smith as Washington wins the or loses but they're six and four Cowboys now five and five Cowboys winners of two straight now trying to all of a sudden in this kind of you know quasi division Try and maybe sneak them back in here. And obviously with Alex Smith, that is a distinct possibility with Alex Smith going down. Eagles 4-6, and six, just not the Super Bowl team we saw last year. Don't know what's going on. Well, maybe we'll try and get John Fisher on next week, the, the Phoenix, or Phoenix, the Philadelphia Eagle expert. Also a X-Squad member as well. And Jersey Vern's New York Giants at three and seven. Hey, they've they've won a couple games. You know they're trying to do their thing, as Odell Beckham says. They ain't here to practice and lose. So we'll see what happens with them. Let's go out to the NFC West here on Sports Done Right again on Spreaker.com with your wonderful host Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. Ten and one as the Rams win that 
awesome game last night. They're perfect 6-0 and in home, 4-1 and on the road. And obviously the NFC's odds-on favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. And then after that, doesn't even matter. Seattle's 5-5 five and five in the division. Let's bring it on home to the north, the NFC North. The Bears, Big L's Bears, sitting at 7-3. and three. Vikings, 5-4-1. and one. The Packers, 4-5-1 and one as we talk about that game next week. And the Lions bringing up the rear. But wait, but wait. There's one team in the NFC East that has their eyes on the Rams. Or maybe the Rams should have their eyes on this team. It's the New Orleans Saints, Drew Brees, Nah, homie, just keep throwing touchdowns, keep putting up yards, and the Saints keep winning. They're nine and one. Uh, the Panthers come in at six and four after that. The disappointing year from the Falcons at four and six. Don't know what's going on in the ATL. They might have to start making some wholesale changes down there, as maybe the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do as well. Big L says the Bears are number one. I told you so. Big L, listen, he has stuck with his team. As, as a fan should. So I give him props for that. And he ain't lying. He is not lying. Um, the Bears have just been flat out phenomenal. The Bears have been great. And I, you know, as I'm about to have a bunch of my Chicago relatives come um, up to Minneapolis here for the Thanksgiving weekend. I'm sure we're going to hear a whole bunch of Bears stuff here um, in the next few days. But... Hey, man, I got to give Chicago props. You know, Trubisky seems to be progressing. And it sucks because Green Bay, and that's why the Vikings really needed this win because Green Bay lost to Seattle and really could have had the Vikings in a better way. But let's take a look here. Let's go to the ESPN Power Rankings um, because they actually have the New Orleans Saints 9-1. and one. And again, you know, we, we give ESPN a lot of crap here, but um, in terms of the power rankings, I think they're kind of spot on. So, you know, when when things when they do things good, we, we do give credit. Number two, Los Angeles Rams. Number three, Kansas City. Number four, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number five, the New England Patriots. Not used to seeing them Patriots so far down the list. Big L, your Chicago Bears are number six on the power rankings list here on ESPN this week. Followed by the Chargers. You have those Chargers. The Houston Texans coming in at number eight. The Minnesota Vikings still at number nine on the power rankings. Followed by Carolina at number ten. Uh, Packer fans, your team comes in at number 12. And let's do this. As I want to say, what up? Um, let's see here. RC says, Big L, way too early to celebrate, but that defense is for real. Um, Breeze is balling, says BS3, Big Ben. And, you know, it is way too early to celebrate. But it's really starting to look like if Chicago keeps this thing going, obviously nobody's going to catch them. And then I don't know where, you know, if there's any room for a wild card for our Minnesota Vikings this year, especially with that tie. So it is, it's treacherous. It's treacherous out there. Let's do this. Let's get our first break of the night in here. Um, Got a little... Oops, as of course now we're having little issues 
with the board. Hold on one second. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the Vikings. We're going to get into Pat Mahomes, Gurley, as Ben is saying here for MVP. Man, that's whew, that's a great question. Who do you guys like? Mahomes or Gurley so far? Um, tough one for me. Tough one for me. Probably lean Mahomes, but Gurley is phenomenal as well. Right? I mean, he just is. And, you know, it. it's funny because all things still in the AFC, though, still have to go through you-know-who. Mr. Brady out there in Boston, right? So, with that being said, I, I hope somebody can knock off these Patriots this year. I really do. I really, really do. All right, folks, so... I will be back. You hopefully will be back as well. Sports done right. We are off and running. Um, couple songs here. One from Lionel Richie for the love of my life, Miss Angie Wright. But first, but first, as we get into a little NBA later, can't trust Tom Thibodeau to run your team. Can't trust Glenn Taylor, now the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, Don't really know what he's doing. And when you can't trust it, you got to bring in some public enemy. So let's do that. Vince Wright, Sports Governor. I'll be right back. Peace. There are more records of slave ships than one would dream. It seems inconceivable. Until you reflect that for 200 years, ships sailed carrying cargo and slaves. Man, man, be non-violent. In the face of the violence that we've been uh, experiencing for the past 400 years, is actually doing our people a disservice. In fact, it's a crime. It's a crime. Here come the drums. Stick, get a stick, get a stand around, point to the joint, put the booty down. Go, go, get to the roots. Uh. 
walks merrily down the street with the big pool way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of his feet. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. To the sound of the beat, yeah. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone, and another one gone. Another one bites the dust, yeah. Gonna get you to another one bites the dust are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. That's me. Let's get back to the show. Uh, for my Chicago family and friends, and even though I'm a huge Blackhawks fan, Cubs fan, but for you, Big L, 
Little Blues Brothers bringing us back here. Howdy, hey, the Vikings go down to the Bears 25-20 in the Chi-Town, and it was not pretty for three quarters. They tried to mount a little comeback, didn't happen. Let me get this article pulled up here. Bear with me one moment. Where are we? So I got a couple here. There's one on the frustration of Mike Zimmer. Oh, here it is. It's actually the same article. All right, so I am going to read this article kind of verbatim. It is an article on CBSSports.com, one of my favorite sports websites. I think they do a very, very good job over there. Mike Zimmer frustrated with Vikings turnovers. Questions if offense is paying attention or cares. I mean, listen to that title. The Vikings coach isn't pleased. Whoops isn't pleased with his offense after they failed to show up against the Bears. So let's just go on down here and see what Sean Wagner McGo. I hope I pronounced his name right. You can follow him at Sean, that's S-E-A-N, Sean J. Wagner. And I've seen a couple of his stories before. And uh, thank you, Shelly. Appreciate your um, digging the tunes there. Angie, the First Lady Wright, jumps in here as well. Let's see here. And I got a video playing. All right, Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Make sure you follow Sports Done Right at xsquadaffiliates.com, the website, part of the X Squad Affiliate Radio Network. Also, make sure you follow us on Spreaker.com as well. Just search for Sports Done Right or me, Vince Wright. You can follow me individually. Facebook, Sports Done Right. Got a great Facebook group there. And also on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Again, at the Big Smooth One. Frederica Abdul, thank you very much for joining us. She says, I heard Vince has an excellent show. I, I, I appreciate that. I hope we do. Give you a little music. We talk some sports from a Minnesota point of view. But we you know, we really get into everything national. Phone number 651-968-0124. Again, that phone number 651-968-0124. And, you know, hey, if you want to, give us a call. We'd love to hear your takes as well. So... All right, it's way too early, as this article says. It's way too early in the Kirk Cousins contract for the Vikings to have buyer's remorse, but it isn't too early for the frustration to mount. After the Vikings dropped a pivotal game against the Bears on Sunday night, which allowed the upstart Bears to seize a a game-and-a-half lead in the NFC North, Vikings coach Mike Zimmer expressed frustration with the state of his offense. More specifically, Zimmer criticized the Vikings' offense's unfortunate habit of turning the ball over, and this is where we're getting to our quarterback. Even going so far to question if the offense is paying attention or if they even care. Wow. Wow. Uh, Quote, yeah, it's definitely a concern, Zimmer told reporters at NFL.com. Either they're not listening or they're not paying attention or they really don't care. So we'll have to see, or excuse me, so we'll have to find out which one of the three that it is. Through 11 weeks, the Vikings have turned the ball over 16 times. That, um, by the way, ties them for seventh in the league. Their turnover differential rests at a plus one, which ranks tied for 17th. 
against the Bears' dominant defense, which leads the league with 27 takeaways. The Vikings gave the ball away on three separate occasions. All were costly. Uh, First turnover came when the Bears' uh, Khalil Mack stripped Dalvin Cook, as we remember, inside the red zone there. Um, That definitely costly. The second one, um, with the Vikings trailing 14-0 on the fringes of field goal range, that's where Cousins, who under pressure, heaved the pass downfield to nobody except um, Adrian Amos, the Bears' defensive back. And then the third turnover in the fourth quarter when the Vikings had a chance to mount a game-tying eight-point drive. But on the first play of the series, Cousins, as we remember now, got pick six by Eddie Jackson. Not good. (laughs) Not good at all. So, as a result, the Vikings are now 5-4-1. And and the do-or-die game, as we're about to get into here with the Packers, and... I, it is a do or whoops as we knocked the mic over. It is a do or die game. Make no mistake about it. Vikings lose this five five and one. I don't see how they they do anything getting close to the playoffs. I don't see how they get anywhere near a wild card berth with that record. And then you know, hey, anything can happen. But you know, let's let's look at the reality of it. And again. You're listening to Sports Done Right here on Spreaker.com. Vince Wright, the sports governor. Uh, winner, by the way, of the ESPN 1500 KSTP Sportscaster Idol Voting Contest. Yeah, don't drop that mic, Shelly. <laughs> um, let me just finish out here at this article, and I'll give you my thoughts on Cousins as well. So it's understandable why Zimmer is frustrated. Cousins hasn't played poorly. This is a key point. Not, and this is why uh, one of the reasons I wanted to read this article. Cousins hasn't played poorly, but he's turning the ball over a ton. He's thrown four interceptions over the past three games. He's fumbled eight times over the course of the season. The offensive line got steamrolled by the Bears' defensive front, which certainly didn't help Cousins. But any time a quarterback gets a contract of that magnitude, they're expected to perform in big games. Cousins didn't do that on Sunday night. The only reason the Vikings were even in the game late was because their defense generated three turnovers of its own to keep the offense within striking distance. And Cousins and the offense lost them that game. I I couldn't have said it. That whole paragraph right there summed it up. And that's why I wanted to read this article. And again, that's by Sean Wagner uh, McGow, McGow, M-C, capital G-O-U-G-H on CBSSports.com. Couldn't have said it better myself. He's not playing poorly. But when you're paying somebody that money, you know, $90 million guaranteed, 89 whatever it was, you got to perform in these games. And Kurt has had a nice start to the season. But in the big games, no, nah, it ain't happening. And now everybody is now... Uh, telling the sports governor, yeah, yeah, see, that's that's what we told you. That's what we told you. That's the cousins we know. You know, I, I played a call from a guy who called in, I think it was on Mad Dog Show. I wound up taping it <laughs> and, and playing it on my show, and this is what he said. This is the Kirk Cousins you get. So how do you feel, Vikings fans? I know Mike's out there in Neen Prairie. He's telling us, still have faith in Cousins. It's the offensive line, Gov. We don't have one, and until we get one, 
this is what it's going to be like. There's some truth in that. But man, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's just frustrating. It's it's literally that here we go again as um, Vikings fans. And with the Bears playing the way they are, you know, the, I, I haven't really talked about this Packer game because I think the Vikings are a better team than Green Bay, and I think they should beat Green Bay. I, I do. I really do. If they don't, it's over. If they don't, it's over. It's 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 honestly that simple. As the first lady is creeping home here. So you know, we'll take a look. See how Green Bay does. Uh, Big L here in our chat room. Who has a great offensive line, not the Bears? No, I, I hear you, and I, and I don't mean, mean to place all the blame there, but there are times where they play Matador defense, and it's hard for Cousins to do anything. But at the same time, Cousins, is, as I just showed and read to you there, he's fumbled a lot. He has done, uh, you know, turned the ball over a lot. And in big games where you're paying somebody, you know, all that money, you can't do it. You can't do that. And, and there are no excuses, pretty much. So now the Vikings got Green Bay. Do or die game. Go over. Let's see. Let's pull up next week's schedule here on Sports Done Right. And again, thank you very much for joining us. Got Washington at Dallas next week. Let's see. Oh, Thursday. That's right. Because of Thanksgiving, folks. Okay, you're funny. (laughs) Big L out there talking smack in our chat room. Uh, So Thursday's games here. Thanksgiving Day. We got Chicago at Detroit at Ford Field. See if the Bears can keep it going. I mean, if they can beat Detroit, pretty much home free. Got Washington at Dallas in the traditional Dallas game. And then the night game on NBC, you have Atlanta at New Orleans. Um, Big rivalry, but disappointing Atlanta Falcons team this year. So we really expect New Orleans kind of rolling that game. Then the Sunday games, you got Cleveland at Cincinnati. You got Seattle at Carolina. You got Frisco out at Tampa Bay. You got the Oakland Raiders at Baltimore. Jersey Vern's New York Giants are down in Philadelphia. You got the Patriots taking on the Jets in New York. You have Jacksonville at Buffalo. You got Arizona out at L.A., the Chargers of L.A. Miami will be on the road to Indianapolis. Pittsburgh is out in Denver, and Green Bay will be playing here in the Twin Cities against those Minnesota Vikings. Then the Monday night game, Tennessee at Houston should be an interesting game. We'll see if um, Deshaun and crew can keep it going down there. Um, first lady apparently has a big announcement. I wonder what that can be. Chicago's on Thursday minus the starting QB says big L. Um, we'll see. I'm sure Angie will be popping in here. Now she's got us all wondering what the big announcement is. Better not be pregnant. I know that better not be pregnant. Oh! 
Because the gov ain't... I got that snip snip, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, okay. Big L says, okay, first lady, we need more of you. Less events, please. Yeah, funny guy. Funny guy. Um, all right, so let's move over here real quick. Let's touch on a little bit of Golden Gopher football. Going down and or not going, they actually was a home game. Golden Gophers losing to Northwestern. Um, and again, I mean, it was what I, I told you. This team is just, they're a young team. Nothing happening. And next year is the year you got to start seeing some improvement. Do want to say what up to the women's volleyball team at the University of Minnesota. Once again, they are the Big Ten champions. And hopefully on their way to a national title. So congrats to them. We appreciate the ladies over at the U of M doing their thing. And Minnesota now needs one more win to get bowl eligible. But the problem is, is that they have to go down to Wisconsin next week to end their schedule. Now, wouldn't that be something if they could find a way to beat Wisconsin on the road. It hasn't happened since 1994. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The Gophers have not... Oh, jeez. Anyway, 2.30 p.m. Saturday, Wisconsin now leads the all-time series 60-59 to with eight ties and has won the last 14 meetings between the two. Your Golden Gophers last one in 2003 when it was when they won 37-34 at home. 127 games, 127 meetings between this team is uh it's the longest running series in the FBS Division 1 since 1948 the teams have been playing for Paul Bunyan Zacks and previously the ever popular slab of bacon trophy. A um, couple notes here, Tyler Johnson from gophersports.com. He's having one of the best seasons ever for a Minnesota wide receiver. He has 70 catches for over 1,000 yards, fourth in school history. Um, third most for a gopher in a season, excuse me, is the 70 catches. Ten touchdowns this year. First gopher ever to post at least 70 catches with 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns in one season. So congratulations to the former Minneapolis North quarterback. He is now a a, a possible draft pick here in, in, the, in a year or two, maybe, Tyler Johnson. How about the freshman, Rashad Bateman? 47 catches, 648 yards and six touchdowns. All of his touchdowns have been coming, or excuse me, came in Big Ten play. So, congrats to him. Uh, bright future for him. The one and only Blake Cashman, uh, senior, phenomenal linebacker. And look for him to be drafted, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, playing on Sundays as well. He finished up um, when he was, let's see, in the Ohio State game, 20 tackles. Um, I mean, this guy's just phenomenal. Again, Blake Cashman, keep an eye on the name. Muhammad Abraham, he's another freshman running back. 815 yards so far this year, six touchdowns, and that's in eight games. He missed three games with an injury, so imagine what else he could have 
done in terms of that yardage. His 815 yards are the third most ever for a university freshman and trail gopher legend Daryl Thompson's 1,376 yards. And Lawrence Maroney, remember, oh, Larry, 100, or excuse me, 1,121 yards in 2003. He started his career with 101 yards on nine carries in that New Mexico State game, if you remember. So congratulations to Muhammad as well. All right, so Gophers, again, it's it's just going to take a perfect game. It's going to take for them to do everything right, maybe a trick play or two. And really, the, the Gopher defense has stopped the run here the past couple games against teams that really that's all they do is run. What up, Sluggo the Hammer out of Georgia State? Atlanta GA, Sluggo the Hammer joining us. Sluggo, man, what's going on with the, the ATL Falcons? What's going on with the Falcons, man? With Sluggo, we were just trying to figure that out. Uh, Georgia State, oh, he says they just got um, beat by Creighton. <laughs> so he's uh, he's feeling a little salty tonight. Uh, Creighton's a good basketball team, man. Uh, Creighton University down there in Omaha was actually on that campus a few weeks ago. Odd campus. It really is an odd campus. It, it, it doesn't have the traditional feel there's there's really nothing around it but empty parking lots and it's a few blocks from downtown so they kind of got that happening but it is really a and no disrespect you know great school but man it is it's a different feeling campus down there but um, I guess they took out Georgia State tonight as well the Chief Rocker Jersey Vern is in the house Jersey I mean. We were just talking about Jersey's um, Giants a little earlier, not too much, but a couple wins for Jersey's team, man. Uh, Jersey, I know you got to be feeling good about that. Let's see if they can keep the winning streak going. But thank you for popping in here, Chief Rocca. Mocha Bella, how are you feeling about your Miami Hurricanes, your Miami Dolphins? Not the most uplifting years for Miami football all around. Once again, our Hurricanes have become the great pretenders, even though they did get that victory over Florida State. But now that game doesn't even mean anything because Florida State sucks too. And then in the Big Ten, as we were just talking, you got, here's the thing with the Big Ten West. It's, you know, the East is the glamour division, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. Okay, we got that. And Jersey would love to hear what you got to say about Michigan-Ohio State next week. But the Big Ten, Northwestern won the Big Ten not last Saturday, but the Saturday before. They had it wrapped up with three games left. And that says something. That says no real talent and a down Wisconsin team. And Wisconsin goes to the Big Ten game and, and finds a way to lose it anyway. Sluggo in the Spreaker.com chat room. And, Mike, I'll get to your comment here after Sluggo here on Sports Done Right. Sluggo says Falcons just don't have it this year. It's a combination of various factors. I'll just say we're having our Super Bowl hangover a year late. Exactly. Not doing too great, Vince. Tannehill going to start on Sunday. Yeah, here, yeah, there's that name again. Northwestern in a championship game, Big L says BS. But it ain't BS, man. So they're going to be playing Michigan or Ohio State. 
You know, Penn State, a little bit of a down year. But I think Jersey squad, you know, I I think Ohio State finds a way to upset the apple cart again this year, man. I I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'll definitely be sitting there with the popcorn. Um, but I think Ohio State finds a way to win a, a close game late and, and throws that monkey wrench into the college football playoff plans. Because, I mean, you know, let me, we got Notre Dame there. And bear with me one second, pulling up the rankings. You know, you still have, is it, and can any, anyone beat Alabama anyway? Alabama is 11-0. Clemson's right there at number two. Okay, so we got Clemson number two. You have Notre Dame number three. You got Michigan number four. Apparently, Angie's knocking on the door. I don't know. Okay, what do you want? I got a big announcement to make. Oh, boy. You sound a lot better in the new studio, by the way. Why, thank you. So, uh, for our listeners, we've made a big move here into a palatial townhome, and we're about 80% out of our boxes, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So last Sunday, I saw the governor sneaking in a box to the basement real quick-like. Do you remember that box, No, governor? I don't. I don't well, guess that. what, fans, sports fans? What? It has my medals in it. Your medals? And I have found some of the records. What records? So let me produce a few. I will be <laughs> posting them on the Sports Done Right page. This one's a controversial record. The all-tournament team. Okay, well, well, we knew you were an all-tournament. Okay, you well, claim to I be all-conference. Okay, I haven't this... got through the whole box oh, yet. Oh, we haven't gotten That's through the whole box yet. This morning. Okay. We 1998 have... Zephyr Holiday all-tournament team. Thank you, thank you. If you're all tournament Who was clapping, team, by the way? <laughs> don't you actually get all I, I, conference? No, you oh don't necessarily God. do that. Anyways. First off, that was a, a Zephyr tournament, your high school tournament. So, well, no, you wouldn't get anything. Well, there's eight other teams in it. Okay. Okay, anyways. Moving on. I have okay. a few medals I will oh, be posting. Geez. These are Minnesota High School League. My okay. region, let's see, senior year region 4A. Second place. Okay. District 15, second place. And this is exciting how? For you, you've the listeners? tried to. You've tried You're to still say, not producing. I am not through the whole box. Okay, until you find the all conference certificate. I mean, we're really I mean, kind of. This is like smoke and mirrors are, here. No, it's not. I mean, you're kind of ham and egging us here. <laughs> you're kind of nickel and diamond us here, first lady. Third place. 
face. That was a playoff match. Almost First lady said. producing receipts, Slugo says. <laughs> Big L says, First lady, what Vince first anything? I'll wait. Please. I know. Exactly, Big L. Stop. I, you, and you should have seen him sneak in that box. Into I didn't the even know not, none of these oh. little dime sized medals, by the way, were in here. I think my quarter is bigger than half okay, of these well, things. Well, you know what? They were but you're, back but in Angie, the 80s. They didn't give a okay. trophy to everybody. Okay, it's cool. Settle Only down. The winners. I'm sorry. No more. Not the wire hanger. Not the wire hanger, First Lady. Settle down. I'm sure there's another box I will find. Hey. Like that V-neck, by the way. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, fans. I will be posting those. To the she will be, po- but until she finds the all-conference certificate, it it didn't happen. It didn't happen. You, you weren't have, all conference. You could have destroyed it. I, but you weren't all conference. I, there's nothing to destroy because it oh didn't happen. Gosh. Okay, I'm sifting through articles. Okay. I'm looking for the certificate. Go look. I'm sure it exists. I'm sure it doesn't. Stay tuned. I'm sure it doesn't. And everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yes, exactly. See what I get to hang with this Thanksgiving. (laughs) Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Angie, the first lady right in the building. Oh, Lord. Big L says, First Lady's the best athlete in the family, maybe. Actually, that's probably Sydney right by now, uh, Big L, to be perfectly honest with you. First Lady, yeah, like I said, uh, Big L or Sluggo, love that producing receipts line. <laughs> Vince, all the ladies in the family better than you in sports. I wonder why. Oh, Big L. Big L talking so much crap. Um. Sydney is probably the best athlete because she takes it seriously. Angie was a very good basketball player. She was a really good golfer, uh, played soccer. You know, she she did it all growing up. So I'm not trying to disparage her. All I'm saying is that there she claimed to be an all-conference basketball player. And I think she made the tournament team. She may have gotten all-conference honorable mention but she was not all conference. Sluggo the Hammer says the bright side of losing against Creighton was we play Georgia tomorrow and out of the country tournament is the only thing that, that made it happen. Oh, they're in that Cayman Island tournament. Yeah, the Gopher basketball team, by the way, with a big win over Texas A&M to go 3-0. and They're playing up in Vancouver in that tournament up there. So it is uh, that holiday basketball tournament Duke was playing tonight. Um, I think they were playing Auburn. So a lot of good college basketball going on. And that's what I like about these college basketball tournaments too, y'all. Um, because there's that tournament at the end of the season, you do get the, these prime matchups right from the get-go. Uh, a little bit different than than you know college football by any means. But man, uh, I really, really dig college basketball. And I love that we're able to get these matchups. Right from the get-go. All right. So let's do this. Let's get into our our next break. And I will be right back. And who knows, maybe by that time, the First Lady will have found her certificate. When we come back, Jimmy Butler is finally gone, Minnesota fans. 
Uh, he is out in Philadelphia. We're going to talk about the NBA and the um, the power is a little bit of power come back to the East. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, we're going to talk Timberwolves. We're going to talk NBA. We'll talk anything you want to in the chat room. We got some folks hitting us up on Twitter. We'll read their statements after the break as well. Big L, Kevin, how will Missouri do in basketball? I'll wait. How will our Illinois fighting the line I do, Big L? And the Golden Gophers, who I'm expecting big things from in the Big Ten Conference, if they are able to stay healthy, uh, I, I mean, really, I'd look for the Golden Gophers to do damage in the Big Ten Conference this year for some basketball. So with that, Vince Wright, Sports Governor, I will be right back after these. Oops, I'm trying to... <laughs> We can. There we go. We'll be right back after these breaks or this break. Okay. Peace. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. This is a podcast. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, chilling with Mr. Cabal himself, Jersey Vern, the chief rocker. Jets, Giants. Rangers, Knicks, Islanders, my main man's got it covered. And plus, he's from New York, y'all. Start spreading the
and not behind them and see what you find. I called a sucker dying cause he thought it could rhyme. Now if his mama is a quarter daughter, must be a dime. I got a meter. Don't take no shots, I don't use a reaver. Asian, I don't even play the radio neither. Only if I need to know the sports or the weather. I'm a cool type of brother, but yep, your head I suffer from the neck. See, ain't nothing changed. Hit the stage. Set a date, sucker. In battle, we can't engage. I'll slice you, wipe you, marry you, divorce you, throw the Porsche at you. It's what I'm forced to do with my back against the wall. Crack his back, y'all. No, it ain't went nowhere like heavy hat with style and jail in it. Throw a curl in it. Dread that nappy shit up. Throw a shell in it. Whatever floats your boat, I find your lost remote. And this is for them niggas working at the airport who got laid off. I take my shades off. If you look straight in my eyes, you still might see your disguise. Because the whole, whole Shaking Scooby before commercial break. Hey, extreme prejudice, let's dismiss this. If you want to, you can dump it to your head. I know you're going to. We in this replenish your musical wish list. When it comes to this musical wish list. Dark brown skin, we could link around ten. I said, I ain't got no lady, you ain't got no man. Tell me what's the deal, what's the plan? You wanna talk, wanna touch, wanna make love, wanna have sex, wanna fuck. You want all of the above, but you want it with somebody you can trust. Might as well face it, I'm addicted to love Or is it lust, trying to keep you in my grasp and my clutch, when we split like a Dutch Afterwards, wondered if we moved in a rush Not waiting for the next bus What they say every 15 Here comes another one About to get something that's troublesome Is a relationship possible? Is it realistic or an obstacle? Not for you 
I'm on the phone, said I need some time alone when you gone. Wish I had you in my home. Said you got a Jones in your bones. Played the Angelo, Andy Stone. Told me come and get it while it's warm. Called you back and said, come on. It's me halfway, we can burn it till we filling up the ashtray. And I've never been the one for betrayal. I just gotta find a way to say no. Devil's advocate. How do I explain? What is it I can say? Gotta help me make it through the day. How do I explain? What is it I can say? Gotta help me change my evil ways. How do I explain? What is it I can say? Gotta help me take up all these chains. Pleasure with the pain. How do I explain? Sins of the father cast down upon us Son as the sun sits overcast Beaming down upon us Hand inside the gauntlet with a hair trigger Father figure views the Bible channel as he sips upon his liquor Some watch the father watch the channel As the hammer hits the anvil and it's spinning out the blade I recollect the times I could have died by suicide But stayed alive before I hit the seventh grade I met a friend who jumped over the ledge When someone grabbed a leg before the halo or the flames came overhead I understood that all the tears were shed And realized that I lived in Annihilate the rest us in my bed Know the secrets I should never know Deep inside I hold Wishing I was never ever told Praise by others telling me I'm bold Though I often wish my ears were shut Mouth would take the eyes were closed So how do I explain What is it I can say Gotta help me make it through the day How do I explain What is it I can say Gotta help me change my evil ways How do I explain What is it I can say Gotta help me take up all these chains with the how do I explain? The high rise speed and the skyscrapers in the distance. Living in a complex can be so complex. Section 8 till we get it straight. I see if we gon' make it big, get up out of here any day. The high rise speed and the skyscrapers in the distance. Living in a complex can be so complex. Section 8 till we get it straight. I see if we gon' make it big, get up out of here any day. How do I explain? What is it I can say? Gotta help me make it through the day. The votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What up? We are back with a little Motley crew celebrating the Kickstart My Heart, which came out a long time ago, but on this day. What up to the Motley crew fans out there? I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, and we are going to be talking a little Jimmy Butler here in the Timberwolves situation. Situation for you proper English-speaking folks. All right, Jimmy Butler's gone. He's out in Philadelphia. He got a game winner the other night. I, by the way, I do got to say I love those all-gray uniforms that the 76ers have. But Jimmy Butler, gone. And I had somebody talk to me on reach out to me on Twitter, said, Gov, why is Thibodeau still the coach of this team? Well, because he's going to get an opportunity to coach this team. Now, do I wish he was gone? Yes, I do. But he's going to get a shot to see if he can make it work. And if they can make it work, he'll be here. But 
it goes beyond Thibodeau for me. It also goes on to the ownership, Glenn Taylor. And obviously I'm not privy to private meetings and all this, but it's it's it seems like the ship's just kind of rudderless at the moment. It's just kind of running astray. So I don't know. I think, you know, Glenn's getting up there in age. Maybe it's time for him to go. Maybe he should sell the team. Obviously, Kevin Garnett would love to get in on the ownership group because he does not like his former owner. Um, that that sounds bad to say. You know, the, the the former owner of that he played for of this team. But uh, it was nice there uh, last Friday, though, to see KG back in the mix with his Prince jersey, those City Edition purple jerseys, which, by the way, I've come around on. I, I didn't like them at first. I said they actually looked more pink than purple, but they won me over. Everybody loved it. And, you know, I think that they're going to be a big hit. And as soon as they go for sale, there's going to be a lot of them around the Twin Cities. So uh, Angie, the First Lady, right, says bye-bye buckets. And look, Jimmy brought up some valid points about this organization. Make no mistake about it. I mean, uh, you know, I've been sitting here for two years now telling you how Cat and Wiggins need to play better defense. Um, On and on and on it goes. But I think the way the Timberwolves have just, now they've won some games. So it's not all bad yet. So let's just hope it all works out. By the way, just wanted to give you guys some Big Ten basketball updates here. Uh, Golden Gophers up 33-29, and that game's going to halftime. That's the tournament out in Vancouver. Jordan Murphy, 6 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Daniel Oturo has has a basket and 4 rebounds. Wright State is trailing Penn State. Penn State is up 45-28. to 28. That game's at halftime. Nebraska just started with Texas Tech. They're up 15-10, to 10, about halfway through the first half. Uh, Indiana up, or no, excuse me, it is a final, 78-64 to 64 over University of Texas Arlington. Ohio State beat Samford, that's S-A-M-ford, not Stan, Sam, uh, 68-50. to 50. And that's it for the Big Ten here. Get you some other basketball scores. Bear with me one moment. Let's take a look. We'll see what's happening in the NBA. Big Kev, Clutch Kev in the house. Want to say what up to him. The Nets are up over Miami. I'm sorry to tell Miss Mocha Bella that. 102-92. Game's getting down to the end there. The Raptors beat the Magic 93-91. The Clippers... Lost to the Wizards tonight. The Wizards up 125 to 118. And the Trailblazers beat the Knicks 118 to 114. Damian Leonard had 29 points in that game. Um, Nurkic had 13 points with 10 rebounds, excuse me. All right. So. Just pulling up the standings here. So, yeah, Timberwolves, you know, again, so far inspired effort. But they're 7-10. and 10. You know, they're second to last in the Western Conference. And I know obviously early, you know, we're not even 20 games in. 
But uh, I really want to see the Wolves get going here because the West ain't going to get easier. Now you got the Lakers coming on. And, you know, one of the things I saw on the news, I think on one of the websites, uh, they're not physical, especially in their last game to Memphis. And they're last in the Northwest Division as well. You know, people have been talking about Wiggins as trade bait. And this comes from Dunking with the Wolves, a great, great website if you're a Timberwolves fan out there, guys. Check them out. That's DunkingWithWolves.com. Could the Wolves swap Andrew Wiggins for Otto Porter? Now, this comes from Ben, let's see, Beacon. Hope I did his last name justice. Listen to this. Minnesota Timberwolves should take advantage of the Washington Wizards' tenuous situation and attempt to make a challenge trade by swapping Wiggins for Porter. With the with plenty of dysfunction in our nation's capital, the Timberwolves should do what they can to take advantage. Now, um, let's just kind of get to the meat and bones of this here. Now, just how desperate have they become exactly... Um, Tom Thibodeau and Scott Layton should push to find out. What do you think, Wolves fans? So here's the thing in this article which which caught my attention. And again, this is Vince Wright, the sports governor. Sports done right here on xsquadaffiliates.com. Also on Spreaker.com as well. Listen to this. Let's get this out the way. Otto Porter is undoubtedly a best. So, there you go, Timberwolves. Let's see if we can shake some things up here. No. Oh, it's not over. Oh, there we go. We're back. Sorry about that. Looks like the show might have dropped for a quick second. But we are definitely here. And we are back, and we are coming towards the end of the show, however. But I just wanted to touch on that. So, Timberwolves fans, let's give it another month here. I think the next month we're really going to get a good feel for where we're going with this team. Um, you they're they got what they wanted. We got what we wanted. Timberwolves Nation wanted out. Jimmy wanted out, so the divorce is over. Actually got him into the Eastern Conference. But now... Now we were, we're going to see what happens here. So, tomorrow night, Denver is in town. Denver Nuggets... So, so, yeah, <laughs> just not excited by the Denver Nuggets here. Uh, but the Timberwolves could win this game and should probably win this game. And actually, these are the games you got to win. So let's take a look. We'll see if Carl Anthony Towns mans up. Who wants to take? Who wants to take control now? I mean, we've we've talked so much about Derrick Rose being honestly, he's the leader of the team. Derek Rose is the leader of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I think people are cool with that.
The problem is, is that obviously he's been injury prone. We hope nothing happens there. But who else wants to join him on the mantle on the mantle of leadership on this team? I mean, somebody that's going to get in your face, that's going to question you, because that's what I agreed with Jimmy Butler about for these Timberwolves. Some of these guys did need to get called out. Some of these guys, look, you can have these disagreement on the courts. I mean, look at some of the great teams ever. Magic Johnson always in people's faces on those Lakers team. Jordan, the greats do that. Even Jungle Brothers, New York Knicks back in the day. You know, I mean, Patrick Ewing, Starks, man, they get in your grill if you, you weren't doing what you were supposed to. And don't get Charles Oakley at you, after you. So who's going to be there for today's Timberwolves? Who wants to join Derrick Rose and be a leader? And who wants to work and then really up their game? I, look, I know these guys work, but I mean, to to achieve greatness, you got to up your game. You got to up your effort. Who's going to be the one that leads the team in doing this? You know, as much as we love Derrick Rose, he's only got a, you know, a, a limited amount of time left in the league. It'd be real interesting to see what happens here in the Twin Cities with this Timberwolves team. You know, a year ago, just over a year ago, we got Jimmy Butler. We were, you know, having all, it, it was it was heaven. Sugar falling from the sky, like Doug Stewart, my friend, says in Atlanta. And now, people telling us we're not even going to make the playoffs. After making the playoffs last year, 47 wins. I don't know. I just don't know. So, we'll keep it tuned here with the Timberwolves. A couple local sports items that people wanted to reach out. Uh, I got a lot of North Dakota State fans after the Sports Gov of Minnesota wanting to hit up their bison who keep winning. So congratulations, North Dakota State, as playoff time hits for, as I still like to call it, Division One AA, but the FCS Football Championship, and North Dakota looking to win yet another championship up there in the great city of Grand Forks. So congratulations to them. I'm sure Carson Wentz and all the famous alumni will be watching. Uh, Minnesota, let's see here. Golden Gophers, like I said, they got the University of Wisconsin down in Madison next week. They have to win to get to a bowl game. That would be their sixth win. Crazier things have happened, I guess. But I I will say this. If the Gophers find a way to win this game and get bowl eligible and and beat West, excuse me, because I got people in Wisconsin that tell me I need to pronounce the state right. But if they do find a way to do this, then if they can win and get in the bowl game and bring the axe back, something they haven't done since 2003, that does create some very good momentum moving forward, right? Don't you think, Gopher fans? Now, will it happen? Probably not. But, you know, like I said, stranger things have happened. Just a bad year of Big Ten West football, man. Just a bad year. It's, you know, Northwestern, congrats to them. They they keep winning. But 
do they take down Ohio State or Michigan? Well, it looks like we're going to find out. All right, Duke. With about a minute and a half left, they're up 77-69 over number eight ranked Auburn. Duke is number one in the country. TCU, 18th ranked in the country, is up over LPSCMB, whatever the heck that is. Or no, actually, they're losing. <laughs> With two minutes, uh, so it was about two and a half minutes left, 73-64. Clemson over Georgia tonight. The 16th rate Clemson Tigers beat Georgia 64-49. We gave you that Ohio State score. They are up 68-50. A couple games of note tonight. Oregon, 21 ranked in the country. 21.5 point favorites over Wisconsin Green Bay. Over under of 151 on that one for all you guys that you know bet for entertainment purposes only. And Gonzaga and Arizona, great West Coast matchup. Number three, Gonzaga is a 10-point favorite. The over-under there is 155.5. Chief Rocker says Michigan ain't doing shit. This is not Minnesota. Uh, Shelly B says ice year round in Grand Rapids. Shelly, you know you're North Dakota. It's pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, Jersey. Jersey, uh, have, you'll have to come on next week, man. We'll have to do a little recap here of, of the big game. Michigan, Ohio State, winner to the Big Ten Championship. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, this week we got Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson on their pay-per-view battle. Uh, checked out the HBO 24-7. That was kind of fun to watch. You know, yeah, look, it's, it is it is what it is. It's manufactured, yes. Uh, Phil, you know, we get it. Tiger, as he likes to say, big picture, all that. They they never really had the head-to-head confrontations in their professional golf career. It just never worked out where we got Phil and Tiger in a lot of final groups. So as Phil says this time, you know, the money's there. You know, let's just take it to the final round, me and him. And I think it'll be fun. My daughter's making me order it. As we know, my daughter's a golf player, so as is everyone in this family. So, you know, we'll shell out the 20, 25 bucks to watch it. Chief Rocker says, bring Eddie with you. Yes, Chief Rocker, we, yeah, you are, yeah. I, I Now that we're kind of moved and settled in, brother, I will definitely reach out to Eddie Graves, the Boston assassin, the, the Beantown brawler. And the antagonist to Jersey Vern. And by and these two together, people, are great radio. Because in the end, uh, you know, these two will talk classic shit to each other. But man, uh, they, they come together at the end and they're just two fans repping their squad. New York City for Jersey Vern. Beantown, Boston, Eddie. Um, raised up there in the Northeast, so it is great radio. And yeah, we will definitely get Eddie and Jersey back at it. So um, Friday is this golf match. <laughs> the Beantown bum, as <laughs> Chief Rocker says. As you see, Jersey's ready for you, Eddie. I'll, I'll have to send this show to Eddie and uh, make sure he listens because, yeah, we're going to get those two together. So, all right. Last few minutes of the show here. As I was saying, yes, Tiger and Phil, that takes place this Friday from Shadow Creek, which is a phenomenal golf course in Las Vegas. 
If you have not seen this course and you have HD or a 4K capability, I hope they, they find a way to do it in 4K. This course is amazing. They have taken a course that it looks like it's in, you know, the Northeast or the Midwest or the Carolinas, you know, heaven, heaven, you know, very heavily looking, very heavily forested up and down, you know, and you sit here and you go, this is in the middle of a desert. And it is. It is a phenomenal course, one of the most elite courses in the world to play. You got to be a big baller, like Jersey Vern, a shot caller, to get on there. And, you know, it'll be fun. I mean, there's only, this only works with them. This only works because. It's Tiger and Phil. You know, Tiger's the the only one that that moves the needle. Phil's the only one that comes close. Phil has what 40 PGA wins. He has what five or six majors now. Just has not won that elusive US Open. He still has a couple years where he probably has an okay shot maybe at that, but um it's going to be fun, so check it out. Again, Tiger versus Phil, pay-per-view. Or I think you can watch on Bleacher Report somehow if you're a member there or something. You can watch on the website or something for free. All right, folks, I am going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much. Sports done right. Great to be back. Now that we've gotten everything kind of settled in here, the show will be back on Tuesday nights a lot more regular as well so thank you uh go gophers go vikings go twins go wild go everybody else and have a very very happy thanksgiving my friends so with that i am out of here and for you big mike we end the show with the little motley crew that's right doing a little rock and roll for mike and Ian prairie always with us every week big motley crew fan as well so for you mike Have a great weekend. Take care, everybody. We are out.
Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. This is a Squad podcast.